Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, Colts Nation? I'm Lawrence Owen, back with Believe in Colts with my guys Rodney McLeod and Gerard Powers. And it's been... It's, Man, great weekend for anyone that's a Colts fan, in all honesty. Getting the revenge on the Jacksonville Jaguars after being shut out week two, 24 to nothing. Oh, my goodness. We were all worried about the offense, on how they were going to look. And I think we did a fantastic job. But before we get into the game, I just want to say, hey, guys, Bet Online is back and remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. As you as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Well, Gerard, how are you doing, my guy? Is it, is it, is it going to be a little bit warmer today or not down there? Nah, it's gonna be cold this week, man. We all we all geared up, ready for it. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be cold. I actually like the cold weather. I'm a, I'm a hoodie guy. I'm a, I'm I love hoodie season. So I, I I like the cold weather. Everybody you know normally has to stay in the house when it's cold. So that's my cup of tea. Nice, <laughs> nice, Rodney. How are you dealing with this new Indiana weather, man? Yeah, man, I'm trying to adjust to it. I got my Kleenex out a little bit. Got the sniffles. Uh, the weather changed very quickly. Uh, so I had to bring out, yeah, some of the uh, larger, you know what I'm saying, coats. It's that time. Beanies, you know, like Gerard said, man, hoodie season. So all of that now, uh, we're we going to go ahead and transfer over. As I said earlier, man, what a game. Uh, Jacksonville, Colts, Indianapolis uh, host Jacksonville. And blast them offensively. Blasted them. Had the second most points scored in the <laughs> NFL this week with 34 mm. points. 
uh it's i mean it's not like the the chargers and uh broncos game really gave them any kind of a push offensively so uh, <laughs> gerard what do you think of that game yes uh on sunday I know it was a revenge game type of type of feel. And I know the coach, you know, as a whole, we wanted to come out there and just have a better showing uh, than that first game. But, you know, like I've said, you know, in, in a couple pods before, man, this Jacksonville team is talented, man. They're, they're not the same old Jacksonville. Like, you got to play some good ball to do it. And uh, for us to come out there and to see kind of Matt Ryan getting a good rhythm, to see the offensive receivers getting a good rhythm, to see the dang running back, you know, who we never thought that would have this type of success, uh, I guess, going into this game, you know, ha have a big game and just see the offense clicking and, you know, playing complimentary football with the defense. That's what we've been talking about all year, just all phases trying to get on the same page to help each other out. And I think this past week, it was the first time where the offense kind of gave that defense a sigh of relief. Like, yeah, like, these guys are moving the ball. If we make a mistake or two, it's not going to cost us as much uh, just because we're having some success on the ball. So it was kind of fun to see the complimentary side of uh, of everything coming together. And, man, like, like we talked about that Thursday night win, Rodney, we knew how important that win was versus the Broncos. And it just seems like now the ball is starting to roll and we're starting to stack a couple W's. And now we can kind of worry about ourselves and just get back to just sharpening things up because we still haven't played our best football yet, which is kind of a good thing right now, considering where we're at record-wise and going forward. What, what, what do you think about, you know, that game Sunday and how did it feel to now have back-to-back -back wins uh, in a season? Yeah, I mean it was a revenge game, so uh, that's that's primarily what was on our minds. To be honest, is uh, you know we can't come back into this locker room without uh, victory. You know, what I'm saying nothing uh, is going to, uh, I guess, feel right other than a win. Uh, to be honest, it's it's kind of like that playoff mode, that mentality. Like you want a chance to to get in, you know, you have to win and keep your season alive. So. Man, it, it didn't start off the best way, man, but obviously it's it's the the identity of this team. You know, resilient uh, fighters, you know what I'm saying? We're going to grind it out to the end, you know what I'm saying, and, and find a way just to get it done. Special teams came up big, um, keeping them pent in inside the 20, man. Defensively, um, you know, I know we talk about – quarterback ratings and all of that. But when we looked at the film yesterday, I mean, they didn't throw the ball uh, more than 10 yards, maybe yards, only yep. five times. So everything, mm -hmm. the way that they tried to attack us was very like sideways screens, you know what I'm saying? Getting the ball in space. Um, and that's credit to, you know, our D line and also, you know, in the back end, maybe not feeling like uh, they could take advantage of any, uh, you know, sort of deep passing and explosive plays. Obviously, we know the run game uh, wasn't to our liking, but at the end of the day, man, um, we found a way to get it done. We battled, we fought hard, um, and you know the the message that was given before the game was, man, you got to stand up to the bully. You know what I'm saying, and, mm. and you got to go out and 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 we we reference a a, a story that Frank told us in training camp uh, about him and his pops. You know, he had a bully in in his uh, neighborhood. I guess the guy beat him up or whatever. He went back to the house, told his dad. His dad said, man, look, don't come back into this house until you until you take care of business. <laughs> and that was what Jan told us before the game. 
And, you know, it started off, it looked as if it was going to have a repeat, right? Uh, maybe 24-0 deficit again. But, you know, we said otherwise. It's a different team than, than they faced, you know what I'm saying, uh, week two. Um, and we showed that on full display in all three phases yesterday. The depth for the Indianapolis Colts defense really showed out, I think, in this game with certain key players missing and eight, eight total players for the defense uh, walked away with a tackle for loss. You yourself, the only one having two or more. Oh, my goodness. What a game uh, defensively when it came to, to, to making plays on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, I want you to take us back to that that one play where uh, you was talking about, you know, throwing it out to the running backs in the flat. You came up yeah. and you tagged him behind the line like a rocket out of a bottle. It was amazing. What's going through your head in that situation? What makes you realize it's time for me to jump this? Uh, so the second series of the game, uh, they hit us with they hit us with a uh, a screen. Uh, attack and so came out in the same set um uh, not the same necessarily uh people but the same um route concept so they ran a drop six concept ran a cross screen and i think it was a, it may have been like second down um and i actually defended it well but there was just still a little bit more space there in between the the tackle and the running back so i wasn't able to make uh, you know, clean of the play as I did the second time around. So the 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 lineman ended up getting up to me, set the edge. They actually gained maybe like 15 yards on that play. So we come back third and 12 now. I see the same setup, drive six. I'm like, it's no way they're doing it again. I saw the, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the lineman get out early, and then it was a wrap. Just pulled my trigger, man. Uh, happened to be right behind the guy. And, and you know, now, Gerard, with the rules changing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they try to uh, – you can't technically go low, right, on right, the lineman. Right. And the it's line, a fine yeah. line there. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was great in the position that the running back was placed in. He was, like, right behind the guy, the guard sheriff, and uh, just made an amazing play, a uh, huge play for our team, getting our offense the ball back with some time left on the clock for them to go down, Matty Ice putting together a, another um, great drive. We got three points, man, and and that probably was probably was a difference in the game, uh, to be honest. One of one of the key plays. I think so. Or moments, I should say. Man, my uh, the the question I got for you, Rodney, is um, you know again we have another close game, another hard fought game, and we're we're at home, and we know what's on the line. We know how important this game is, especially on the last showing that we had versus this team. How was the crowd? How was the atmosphere? How was the intensity of the stadium? You know, when things got close and we knew that it was probably going to come down to a last minute drive and all that. Just take us back some of the emotions that you was kind of going through on the sideline, on the field, with the crowd and everything. Uh, Just knowing it's another close game and we're going to have to do something to win it at the end. Man, it felt like that playoff mentality. Uh, Fans came uh, to support. They came to to show out and and give us love. And, you know, as a defensive player, you feed off of that. And I think that's where you saw a couple of times, man, emotions really started, you know, flaring and 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 showing just because of, of the moment itself, the fan base, man. Um, it was a great atmosphere to be a part of. I mean, you love games like that. Like, 
you know, we'll take some blowouts, but man, you know, right now, you know, for us, it's like I said earlier, it's a grinded out mentality. Like we know it's going to come down probably to a couple possessions, you know, the way our team is structured right now. And we're fine with that. Uh, we feel confident um, in every unit um, that's on the field and that at any moment in time, whether it's the defense closing it out versus Denver or it's the offense this week going down in a two minute situation, throwing it up, you know, Matty Ice to Alec Pierce, man, for, for to seal the game. Uh, we'll take it, you know, any type of way. And um, yeah, I, I need more of that, though, from from uh, <laughs> from our coast, man. And and that Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, looking forward to that when we come back in a couple of weeks. They versus the commanders. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be another big one. Going to need a good good showing. Absolutely. Uh, Gerard, this one, I got a question for you. So right. going back and, and, and to your playing days, was it acceptable to give up 91% completion percentage, but only give up 165 total yards in the air? I mean, that, that's how you look at it in hindsight. In hindsight, it's all about the total yards at the end of the day. Um, I remember, uh, I'm kind of embarrassed to even say this, Rodney. I remember we played the Broncos my, um, I want to say it was my rookie year, and Brandon Marshall, Marshall. broke a record for like 20 receptions mm -hmm. or, or something like mm. that. He had like 20 catches. I'm talking yeah. like every pass Kyle Orton was targeting <laughs> Brandon Marshall. But when you look at the – Stats at the end of the game, I think he had one touch. He might not have had no touchdowns, but I want to say he had one, and he had like 100 yards total or 115 yards total. So you look at it in hindsight, like, yeah, that's a lot of catches, and you don't want your completion percent because DBs get judged off of completion percentage. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. necessarily all the time about touchdowns and this, but when you go into free agent and you want to get paid, they're going to check that completion <laughs> percentage uh, for right. sure. But right. – um, but yeah, so you you don't want to give up, you know, that that type of percentage when it comes to completions, but when you look at it on the backside and you're like, "All right, we gave up 90% completions, but they only had 160 yards." You'll take that all day as a secondary. You know, playing mm -hmm. in an NFL game and they only give up 150, 160 passing yards when you're going to throw it 30 times, 40 times in a game. Like you'll take that in a statistic book, but just a personal uh, I guess a personal thing that you want to have. You don't want to have a high completion percentage against you personally. But uh, as a team, as a whole, I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at those total yards and it's where it needs to be, I mean, it is what it is. They tried to dink and donk us that whole game. And a lot of times offenses are not patient enough to do that. In this case, they kind of was. But like Tarotney said, it might have been because in the back end, we were taking away the shots that they maybe had planned or maybe wanted to do. Uh, so that's, that's just a testament to the back end uh, at the end of the day. Awesome. Uh, Rodney, my question to you now is there's been a lot of a lot of question about the run game, obviously. Uh, five weeks, we had one of the best run defenses in the NFL, and then Jacksonville comes out and drops 230-plus. Mm -hmm. uh, now, the difference is between week two and week six is week two, we couldn't get to the quarterback, right? Trevor Lawrence had the second least time to throw average time to throw on his dropbacks. It was like 1.9 seconds. And yet the Colts still got plenty of pressures four sacks, you know, uh, all that stuff. But we were giving up a bunch of rushing yards. Um, what happened? What happened right there in, in, in that instance? Because a lot of people are like, 
were they just going after the quarterback and not thinking about, you know, <laughs> we're going to give up the run? I'm sure that's not the case, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fan, yeah no, fans are hilarious. Fans <laughs> are <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's no way, you know, you want to give up 250 yards on the ground. Uh, Gerard uh, also <laughs> can, uh, <laughs> can appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, they did a, a real good job at a couple uh, run uh, schemes uh, that they had uh, that they didn't necessarily uh, show before. Right. And and that's credit to them doing their film study, how we played them the first game, maybe how we uh, played a few teams uh, thus far leading up to this game. Uh, so you have to credit that coaching staff. Um, and then also, you know, I think a lot of it just had to do with uh, just self-inflicted, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, you know, myself personally, you know, had to do a better job at times and, and, and bench pressing the receiver, trying to limit the amount of space. Uh, you know, DNs, we got to do a better job at, at crushing the, the edges a little bit to also um, decrease the space there. And then corners, you know, have to crack replace. So, you know, when you talk about the run game, man, it, it it's a it's a true team uh, defense and everybody has to do their part. Everybody has to be um, gap sound um, and, you know, tackling has to be good. We have to make sure we fit the blocks the right way. There's a lot that goes into it. And, you know, when you have a good running team like Jacksonville uh, with good running backs, good offensive line, you know, things if you don't fit things correctly. You know, naturally it will pop. It will pop. You know, um, and we don't want to put that on tape and we understand what's coming ahead, man. Uh, a good running team in Tennessee, they're going to look at that and it's a copy and paste type of league. Right. Um, so we got to make sure we get all of that fixed. But no way, you know, what I'm saying the hell do we want, you know, what I'm saying Would we rather give up, you know, 250 uh, on the ground and then keep them 100 pass yards. Like, no, because those are still explosives. They still earn touchdowns off of that. Uh, at the end of the day, if you're running the ball effectively, at times you don't need to to throw the ball right, right. Uh, down the field because you're getting it, you're getting those explosives in a different way. So we have to control that, uh, control the line of scrimmage, which we've done a great job at. Um, you know, so we take pride in our run style defense, and we'll get back to uh, the Colts' way uh, this week. See, see, uh, Lawrence, I think what fans kind of – do fans realize that coaches – I mean, that players go in after every game and get graded on every piece of film there is and get corrected after every game on every mistake that they did? So when we have the problems in the run game and it looks like, oh, the, the coach defense, we wasn't paying attention to the run game today because we were trying to stop the pass. Look, as a defense, we try to stop – everything mm -hmm. so when you go into the film the next day literally everybody's getting coached on every gap that they're supposed to be in and in the mistake whether you fit inside or outside whether like Rodney said did you bench press that receiver to close the amount of space that the running back had it's so much that goes into the run game it's not just like hey Jacksonville ran a run play to the left and it broke out and we didn't have anybody there. No, somebody was supposed to be there. So yeah. just like any other week, you know, these guys on the other side of the ball, they get paid too. You know, Jacksonville got a lot of guys that make a lot of money as well. So they get coached to try to scheme things up and try to do things to hurt the defense as well. But uh, I think from a fan perspective, they got to kind of understand when you see these big 
huge plays happening. It's not that the defense is not ready for the run. It's normally a guy or two that might be out of a gap or, you know, not doing what they're supposed to do. Because if one person make a mistake, it can hit. So even though you mm -hmm. got 11 people on the field, if one guy is not where he's supposed to be and they find that guy, you know, it can hit. It don't matter if you're the number one ranked deep run defense or the number 32 ranked run defense. If you're not where you're supposed to be, it can always hit in the NFL. So fans just got to understand, even though, you know, stuff that happens, guys are not just out there. Oh, uh, like like if Rodney would have said, oh, no, man, we wasn't worried about the run this week. That's why they got 250 yards. We were so worried about the pass. You would be pissed off as a fan. Like, what? Y'all went into a game not, not worried about the run? So it would be kind of funny to hear some of the fans' excuses when stuff happened. But, you know, those guys are professionals, too, on that other side. They got some damn good running backs as well. Sometimes stuff happens. You know, stuff happens. <laughs> Absolutely. Um yeah, I, no one ever walks into it. I mean, that's the number one thing you always walk into a game and say, we got to stop the run. That's what yeah. you hear every stop team, every player. Stop the run. That's the first thing. And sometimes you just have an MJD day. You know what I mean, Gerard? <laughs> Maurice Jones, Maurice true, Jones baby. True. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I do not miss those days at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. But one good thing that you touched on, Gerard, earlier is that this was a really, really nice game to where the offense was got going. It, this game was not completely on the defense and special teams back finally, right? The offense was like, you know what? You're having a little bit of problems. Let us step up to the plate, you know, and the offensive line started protecting better. Uh, the coach and the quarterback, you know, had plays that were drawn up that were just a little bit quicker and releasing the ball. And next thing you know, the Colts put up 34 points. Uh, Gerard, how did you feel when you saw this offense, especially from the second quarter on? From the second quarter on, they scored every drive. Yeah, man. So I want to say well, maybe what, three pods ago, four pods ago. And I was like, man, maybe we need to get, you know, certain little plays to where we can get the ball out of Matt Ryan hand quick and use those type of plays as run, whether it's wide receiver screens, running back screens, just little quick throws to, to help get in the rhythm. And when I watched this game, I was like, oh, they must have been watching the pod. They must have been <laughs> they must have been listening to me. Uh, but no, it felt good just because everything looked in rhythm with the offense. Didn't nothing look like. Oh, here we go again. What are we doing? You know, everybody looked confident. The receivers was running hard routes, catching it, making plays down the field, running backs getting downhill. But uh, it just seemed like it finally, the chemistry and everything that they've been working on since training camp, trying to work out these issues and all that, it seemed like it was a step forward with the Jacksonville game and seemed like things are starting to come along uh, as far as on the offensive side. The offensive line played their best game, you know, as a unit, I felt like this game. And, uh, uh, and you saw the success we had as far as from the running back position, wide receiver position. Matt Ron had a little bit more time. The guys just seemed confident, you know, out there on the field. And uh, it was just good to see. It looked like the old indie, you know, style offense that we've been accustomed to. Absolutely. Rodney, I know that you don't get to see a lot of the offense when you're on the sideline because you're going through, you know, defensive plays. But was there any play that you happened to, to, to see that the offense played that you were like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> won, won us won us the game <laughs> you know what i'm saying most importantly i saw that one i'll tell you that uh no but the, i mean you know once you get your corrections made like you'll definitely tap in 
you know, look up at the screen and just see how the offense is doing. But it was very evident that, um, you know, the 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 up up tempo offense was was working. It's very effective for us. Um, you know, it slowed down that pass rush. I think that was a big thing. And and Gerard knows, you know, being a defender, man, when teams are going up tempo, mm-hmm. it now you know forces you if you are a team that likes to disguise right you're now forced to like show your hand yep. um it slows down that d-line especially when you talk about matt ryan getting the ball out quick uh and the d-line starts to get frustrated uh they also get tired quicker right so you can mm-hmm. also throw in some run games there and o-line can get some good push uh so it was, i think it was very effective and we kept them off balance the way that you know we started the game with up tempo then we kind of went back you know, to to our normal style, then we hit them. You know, so I, I think we did a real good job at at keeping them uh, and staying ahead. You know, what I'm saying of, of the change as well. I think that's a big thing and and getting in third and manageable. Uh, Got to talk about the three P's, man. The boys stepped up huge. Uh, Pitt, you know, what I'm saying Paris and Pierce. Uh, they had an incredible game, uh, and then Matty Ice, you know, doing what he does the best. But uh, it was funny because on the last play on the sideline and as a defender you're like man look we are in field goal range man just run the ball a little bit and let's just kick it let's get back on defense we're gonna stop them and it's over and um uh ej speed actually was like man man i'm taking the one-on-one shot to, to pierce like that's what i'm doing if i'm the oc and next thing you know we we see them in gun drop back throw the ball up man and uh pierce uh caught that catch man the the stadium erupted um, and then, you know, the rest was history, but, uh, credit to the office, man. They came up huge for us. Wow. So EJ speed is going to go for yeah, he's a future OC. Yeah. Yeah. He to- All right. He told me if I'm a head coach one day, man, go ahead and call him. You know Give him my op. Give him my op. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Guys, if you're listening to this, please don't forget to download, subscribe, check us out on YouTube as well. And until next time. Thanks for watching this breakdown of the Indianapolis Colts defeating the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as usual, I'm Lawrence Owens. That's Rodney McLeod and Gerard Powers. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. Go Colts. Do you believe? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.